Yeah, welcome back, everybody, and welcome back to Toby, who has just returned from the Everglades, where he was wrestling Gators. Tobes, how looking are ta- looking tan, Keith. looking bronzed, Ooh. looking bronzed. <laughs> Season three, episode twenty-six of the Bruise and Belters podcast. Um, tonight, I'm drinking. Mm-hmm. Uh, New England IPA 6.1%. It's called Life in the Clouds and it's from Collective Arts based out of Ontario, Canada. Um, pretty close to you, relationship wise. Yeah, more <laughs> somewhat, towards, yeah. uh, yeah, I was gonna say more towards uh, Detroit, but yeah, sure. yeah, yeah, the other Great Lakes, but um, yeah, still uh, a nice little find. I, I like this, I really like New England style IPAs, so um out of five i'd probably give it like a a three and a half you know it's nothing incredible but it's it's good i like it uh really cool can art it's just like an illustration of um actually all of them are different which is really cool the first one i had is just a illustration of some fun little trees along a river and a girl just posted up their cross-legged reading uh and it gives credit to each of the design artists so like this are they different each time? Yeah, they're different every time, which is oh, really that's cool. that's dope. Yeah. So the, the first one was Natalie Very B. Uh, like her first name's Natalie, second, um, last name is Very space letter B. And they give like the social media. So like at Natalie Very B. Um, this one is, uh, it's like a little hawk riding on a skateboard. And it is by uh, Ronan Linham of Washington, D.C., at Ronan Linham. So uh, I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, Yeah, no, definitely. It looks cool. Uh, It's eye-catching when you're just walking down the aisle. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure, for sure. What about you, Tubbs? How you doing? What you sipping on? Uh, Doing great, Keeks. Thank you for asking. Uh, I have a Bells from Kalamazoo um, in the process of, if not being sold, they are sold. I don't know. Uh, but I have a Belgian-inspired weed ale. It's called Quite Bright Belgian-inspired weed ale. It's a fruity, refreshing, and glistening. And Aurora Burialis to light up the night. Uh, six, 12 12-ounce 12 cans, 5.0-ounce 5, 5 uh, ABV. So yeah, pretty good. Uh, yeah, pretty good uh, beer. Um, I got away from the Christmas ales, started getting the winter ales. Um, pretty good. Uh, good time to be on the podcast tonight. Thank you, everyone, for listening. I tried to do a uh, – I thought about it. I didn't even pitch it to Keegs because I knew he would say no to this. The hot <laughs> – the the starting 11 hot boys of the world cup. <laughs> um, the hot boys thought about doing it. Didn't do it. I wish I would have, uh, because my striker would have been the goal scoring off the bench and then starting and goal scoring player from South Korea. Uh, we have Chogyu song. Um, he is being rumored to be going to possibly Minnesota. Have you seen this? I haven't. Yeah. So uh you're our you're our South Korea expert yeah, here. You're our yeah. market expert. <laughs> yeah. So Fab Urbano uh has South Korea's Cho Song uh 
three proposals from Celtic for three million bid, fifty percent on futures. Minnesota five million, thirty percent on futures. I think there's maybe mines from Germany as well. But dude's twenty five years old, getting green card into the U.S. If he wants to come. Sorry for everyone. This dude is a good looking guy and he smashes balls into the net. Like that's what he does. And so got that going on for us right now. Like we have a lot going on in this podcast tonight. I, I, I'm first of all, shocked and alarmed that you would think I wouldn't want this starting with (laughs) hot boys. boys. Not only do I want it, but I need it. And I think we should do, an article on the website and put a starting 11 like with a full graphic up there with, with the, the world cup. Yeah. 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 I had a uh, Luca Madrid should not make it. His hair did, but his, <laughs> his body did not, but my body. Yeah. It did not make it. So here we are. So. Here we are. Here we are. Yeah. Uh, not a ton to talk about really this week. Obviously FA cup matches and EFL um, FA is amazing, but it's just so tough in this third round where, there's usually a Friday match and then Saturday's just jam packed with a bunch of matches at the same time. So it can be really overwhelming and tough to watch all of them. But um, I, I guess we can just start out. Are there any that stood out to you? I know Tottenham beat Portsmouth one nil. I don't know if you want to get into that or if you got any others that you, that um, you want to get into. So Keegs, I was in Miami the last couple of days, this uh, is true. South Florida. Amazing. Great temperatures. Uh, one did you meet David Beckham? No, I did not. But I guess ah. his son is playing at uh, Brentford. Yeah, that's what I hear. Second division. Yeah, whatever. Like, don't care about that. Uh, Tottenham did look good. I'm not going to lie. They actually, I'm saying that they did not look great in the first half. The second half, they did look good. Harry Kane, let's go. Let's go. Uh, Tottenham late. Cardiff over Leeds. That was a good game. Cardiff is yeah. good. Yeah. Um, Arsenal had a scare. City. Oh my God. Their Manchester City just killed Chelsea. Like Molly whopped them. Yeah. And then uh United over Everton on Friday. That was that was a good game, though. It was a good it, match. Positive. Uh Keys, what do you have anything to say about it, any of those? It was a good match. Um City. Chelsea, I feel like we don't even need to talk about. I mean, it was a Riyad Mahrez show. They absolutely piss pounded them four nil. So, was, what's up with Chelsea? Like right now, like we have a lot of injuries, like a lot of injuries. Yeah. Like, is that the reason, or is it just the coaching? Because right now, there's chance going on outside of all the stadiums where let's get rid of Grand Potter, but. I mean, I don't think Grant Potter's been given a good shake. Have you or In, what? Insanity, yeah. I mean, look at what they've done with their past managers. Lampard didn't get a super long leash. Tuchel didn't get a super long leash. And now you've got a guy who came in right before the World Cup break, a winter World Cup. With that being said, plopped in the middle of the season. He got two and a half months, or really a month and a half before that. They were in pretty good form. And then you get the World Cup break and they come back and they literally have a starting 11 that they can field out of the guys that, that they have injured right now. So it's, I, it's, I think that's nuts to for the people saying Potter out. And it's also the schedule's way crazy. Like they have the Chelsea's in the EPL, they're in the FA, they're in the Carabao, they're in the Champions League. Like they are 
the creme de creme when it comes to scheduling. Like they're in four different four different leagues of scheduling tournaments. Yeah, which is an issue in itself and an issue that's been raised with the FA Cup now that we're on the topic. Um, so the third round, any matches that ended in a draw, instead of going to penalties and extra time and then penalties, they just replay the match to see who goes through the fourth round, which is just insane to me in general. And especially in a year like this and really the last few years, have just been so loaded with matches where teams are playing two, three times a week. And it's it's ridiculous. I mean, these guys just got done playing a World Cup, many of them, and they come back a week later and already have, you know, weeks where they got two or three matches a week. It's absurd. And you've got five matches that ended in draws and are, are going to end up going into a third-round replay. It's, it's crazy to me. Um so some managers have spoken out about that. Of course, Jurgen Klopp did because he always speaks out about everything. But I mean, <laughs> he's he's as much as, you know, people like to give him shit for that. And, and even I give him shit for that pretty often. Like, it's a fair point. Like, yeah, these dudes are played, paid to be professional footballers, but also they're just getting run into the ground. And it's, uh, yeah, it's crazy. I mean, you see Gareth Bale retired at 33 this week. And shout know, out he, to that, by the way. Yeah, that, that's love actually Gareth Bale. Uh, Duke Keith's best, best British player of all time. <sighs> Fight me on this, I will stand on it. He's, I mean, he's won everything, so I, I think he's up there for it. I, I just think, like, for me to really make, like, a like say with my chest who the greatest British player of all time is, I, I need like an 18 hour meditation session and like three straight days of just watching highlights of a handful of players yeah i feel like before let's I'm get really some let's prepared. get some weed yeah and let's just hang out for a yeah. little while <laughs> yeah we I might know. have to do like a uh dmt for like three days straight and really just you know be enlightened yeah. and, and to, to come to hey, a, a, a by, solid answer by the way to our employers we do not smoke weed we do not do dmt <laughs> We maybe drink a few IPAs. We like beers over seven percent alcohol. That's about it. Like yeah. that's who, that's who we are. Us two, Keegan. Yeah. Gowen. Disclaimer. Disclaimer. Yeah, yeah. Disclaimer. Yeah. yeah. We don't. We don't need that dirty stuff. Like we don't. <laughs> dirty. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no. That's actually my cheer. Shout out Gareth Bale. Um, unbelievable. Fuck, he's career. so good, isn't he? So good. He's won it all. He's huge moments always from Champions League. Premier League to, you know, the MLS Cup final. Oh, my God. I love that LAFC just jocked that shit, too. They just ate it up. They're like, (laughs) let's let's get these clicks. Let's do it. So why not? It was amazing. It was amazing. Um, But, yeah, I mean, to the point, like, he retires at 33, and most people are giving him his flowers, an incredible career. And then you have some people who are like, oh, 33 seems early to retire. And it's like. These guys get ran into the fucking ground now. Like, why wouldn't you take your money at 33 and go enjoy, like, still having legs that operate somewhat functionally? Um, But, yeah, FA Cup, (laughs) anyway. uh, A couple huge results that stood out to me. Um, Wrexham, obviously, is is kind of a a lot of people's darlings right now. Let's eat. Yep. Um, a lot of people's darlings after Rob McElhenney and uh, Ryan Reynolds 
purchased the Welsh club. Um, one of the oldest clubs in the world. Uh, they, they are of uh, the National League, which is the fifth highest overall in the FA pyramid, um, which is the lowest tier involved in the FA Cup. They defeated... Uh, yeah, go ahead, Keith. Sorry, I'm sorry. Oh, no worries. I was just going to say they defeated Coventry of the second division um, 4-3. It was amazing. It was... The, the fact that you see... A dude from It's Always Sunny and Deadpool, like, whatever. Like, so what? So be it. But at the end of the day, those dudes do not matter to these guys playing this sport. And for them to just do what they did, oh, my gosh. Like, amazing. Like, they went up goals, they gave up goals, and then they hung tight and got the victory. Oh, it was was It was, yeah, it was an electrifying win. It they was, went up. It was one of the best FA Cup games of the of the season of this season yeah. thus far. I would say it was number one. Honestly, it yeah, would be for sure, for sure. And you could feel the energy. Um, you know, they're they're doing for anyone who doesn't know, they're those two are doing a documentary uh, through partnership with FX and Hulu, um, kind of following the club since they bought it. And yeah, I mean, you could just feel the energy. A lot of people pulling for Wrexham. They struck first. Header from Sam Dalby in the 12th, followed by a cracker in the 18th by Elliot Lee. Looked like a cross, but snuck into the right side. Far post. Just eee, on a rope. Yeah, those are the best yeah. ones. Those yeah. are the best ones. Curlers. Yeah, it was uh, it was nice. I, I like to think that, that he tried to put that in. And then uh, Coventry cut the lead in half in the 36th, a little half volley by Ben Sheaf. Uh, but Wrexham punched back again right before half in stoppage time. And then... Second half, things just got worse for Coventry. 57th minute red card and uh, penalty. And Wrexham's main man, Paul Mullen, stepped up and buried it for his seventh FA Cup goal already this season in just the third round. And that dude's a certified goal scorer. The little bit of the documentary I've watched kind of talked about them approaching Paul Mullen. Um, He's been playing professionally since he was 18. He's 28 now. He's been around various clubs in the football association and um has has just proven that that he's a goal scorer came up through both everton and liverpool through his youth career and then ultimately debuted at huddersfield at uh at 18 so yeah he's the real deal so he deserves a cup of coffee is that what you're saying i'd say he deserves a cup of coffee or maybe a brew okay yeah i mean i'm into that yeah yeah um, and then Coventry grabbed one back after a, a bad giveaway from Wrexham and then scored a third um, off a nice free kick from Casey Palmer that curled in. But uh, ultimately, Wrexham held them off and, and won 4-3. And they will face Sheffield United in the fourth round, which leads to the other result that was a, a big one and a shocker, which was Sheffield Wednesday. Uh, with a 2-1 win over Newcastle, only Newcastle's second loss of the year in all competitions. So um, Sheffield Wednesday is a League One side. That's the third tier. And they were uh, propelled by a Josh Windass brace, which after going through some Sheffield Wednesday right. Twitter, uh, got, got deep in the Sheffield Wednesday Twitter. It sounds like they are pretty excited about this kid and um, sounds like he's been in pretty good form. Uh so in a show that's pretty popular right now, um, 
Sheffield or Sheffield Wednesday. Oh, that's the one team that plays on Wednesday, not the other days of the week. So yeah, Sheffield Wednesday, so be it. So <laughs> yeah, and do it. Um other matches, I guess that kind of connect with uh the Carabao Cup that we're gonna talk about a little bit. Southampton have been in a bad run of form in the Premier League. Um Two one win over Palace, which is huge for their manager Nathan Jones, who had been kind of on the hot seat. Uh, Palace started off Odson Edward opened up the scoring, but um, Guaida made a mistake in the back, ended up giving up that second goal that that Southampton wanted on, and another actually cross played in that um, that kind of squeaked by by James Ward Prowse um, for their first goal. So uh, they are through and transitioning into the EFL Cup. Um huge win for them today over Manchester City 2-0. How did that even happen, Keeks? Like tell me, please tell me just real quickly, <laughs> what are the three bullet points that makes Southampton beat Manchester City who has arguably the best goal scorer, arguably the best midfield, arguably two of the four best backline and arguably the best goal scorer or excuse me goal tender in the world goalkeeper to be to be fair um they didn't play holland up front but they played julian alvarez who's okay incredible as well (laughs) did that did that guy not win the world cup okay (laughs) yeah yeah, sorry okay so keep going keys uh who else did they have (laughs) um Ortega was in goal, um, so you know, obviously missing their keeper there, but um, still, obviously, star-studded cast. I mean, Jack Grealish, Foden, Gundogan, Laporte, Walker, Cancelo, like insane. You you could score some goals with those guys, and you can also uh, lose to the Southampton. uh, Look awesome, yeah. How did Southampton score? Do they? How do they do it? Two goals. Please. So the first came from uh, from Mara and Sekumara. Um, a little bit of a cracker there, and then Musa Gineppo, who's somebody who love Gineppo. really impressive in my opinion this year. Duty's ass, but he's awesome. Yeah, <laughs> awesome. scored a very heads up goal. Um, Ortega was caught out off of his line, and Gineppo just picked it up, uh, probably thirty yards out. And just it, I, I wouldn't even call it a belter, but I mean, it was from distance. And Chipped he just, it. Yeah, yeah it, it, it was. It was just a little chip over the top. And yeah, you only see that with Harry Kane in the Premier League. You only do. <laughs> Seriously, I don't mean that in a bad way. Harry Kane chips from half half yard. He does. Yeah, I think there's probably some. There's got to be some. Yeah, other you want to fight with me on that, dude? That's fine. Let's fight on it. Uh, who's the uh, who's the Brighton dude that you like so much? Uh, Belgian Brighton dude, Trossard. Yeah, going to he's going to be in uh, Tottenham by the end of the month. Um, I, is that I, is that a rumor? Yeah, definitely oh, a rumor. No. And uh, I see him going there, and I see him doing the same thing. I think that'd be a great pickup for you guys because I think he could play a creative mid, yeah, um, rather than playing on the wing. So, yeah, thank you. That'd be a great signing. I would love to see that for you guys. Yeah, too. that he's he's definitely Robert. So here we go. Uh, so Southampton went up. What about Nathan Fournier? 
Anything about them? Nottingham, they did. They went through uh, on penalties over Wolves 4-3. I actually actually did not get to watch this match, uh, but I I did see uh, Willie Bowley with a goal for Nottingham Forest and then Jimenez for Wolves. Uh, the other match outside of that, Man United over Charlton, and Man United have been on a tear. Marcus Rashford has been on a tear. Casemiro Jesus. has been on a tear. Casemiro with a hockey assist and a true straight-up assist um, for both Rashford goals. And he's he's completely changed their midfield, in my opinion. Uh, and so, Rash. Rashford over twenty five games has fifteen goals and six assists. Yeah, that's in, that's yeah, those are serious numbers. Uh, and over since the World Cup, he is the number one goal scorer in Premier League, and it's not even including all these other tournaments we, we're talking about right now, where he's just adding goals. Like he is, yeah. he's a monster. He's eating. Doesn't matter. Like feed that dude. Like I love Marcus Rashford. I hate. I hate United with a passion, but I love Marcus Rashford, so I'm okay with all this. Yeah, and and they are um, – I also hate United, but they are getting fun to watch because they're getting deeper too. In a match like this where they, they might not start the same starting 11 that they would start against, say, City this weekend in a yeah. Premier League match, they've still got guys, you know, young guys like Alejandro – uh, Garnacho, who they ran everything through at the beginning of the match on the dude, left that side. Dude, I feel like that everything. dude every three passes is just an assist. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like yeah. he just he just beats people to the touchline yeah, and puts fast one in. As fuck. Yeah, yeah. And um, yeah, I thought he looked great. And then when you got Rashford on the heater that he's on, so he scored in his last six matches. Like I said, they've got Manchester City um, Saturday morning. Do you think he keeps it going here? Do you think he continues to stay hot and makes it his last seven? I do. Uh, I expect him to go way off. Uh, Marcus Rashford is the best player in the world, in my opinion, right now, goal-scoring-wise. Not the best player overall, but the best player goal-scoring-wise. Um, over Haaland, definitely. Uh, 25 games, 50 goals, success, definitely. Yeah, I don't see anything different happening. Uh, the only problem that I see with him is that he's going against City's defense, and uh, that's Rodri, that's uh, John Stone, and that's uh, whoever else is playing on Ruben, the left side of the center Ruben back. Diaz. Ruben Diaz. Yeah, that's that's some defense right there. Like yeah. that's some that's some. I don't give a shit about you. I'm gonna clog your ass. <laughs> Let's go to town. And on on top of that, too the you know, the, the fullbacks of Cancelo and, and Kyle Walker are going to be tough matchups for him yeah. too. But um, I'm really looking forward to, you mentioned Rodri. I'm looking forward to the matchup of Rodri and Casemiro. Also, I don't want to just glaze over the fact that you said Rashford's the best player in the world right now. And I don't want to disagree with you because the goal score, right? Yeah. Now. Yeah. Goal, goal scoring. Score. Yeah. yeah. And, and I, I agree with you, like in the form he's in right now, he just looks when he gets the ball in a position to score, you know he's going to score right now. Yeah, and goal goal scores just hit that. You know they 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 hit that form, and it's just automatic. Yeah. The confidence just does everything for him. And um, I want to give a quick shout out to my boy Eduardo Ibarra, who is a huge United fan. I told him if they beat City this week, 
we will have him on the pod next week to relish in victory. And oh yeah, we're gonna been... throw we're gonna throw confetti on this asshole. <laughs> <laughs> and he's been saying for the last uh, I mean he always said it ironically before, but he's saying it with his chest now and with sincerity that Rashford's the best in the world. And um we gotta give Ed his flowers here because Rashford is uh he's turning up. It, it feels like he's really hitting his stride and like you know, sprinting into his prime right now, which is fun to watch because I think anyone with any any footy knowledge or like respect for the game and for his character would be really happy to see Rashford doing what he's been doing. So what happened to Liverpool? Liverpool um, make mistakes in the back and it fucking kills them. So yeah, they shot themselves in the foot. Joel Matip made a terrible error in the back, was really lucky not to concede. And then minutes, seconds later, Alisson Becker makes a mistake where he literally passes the ball directly to Guedes and he puts one in the back of the net. Um, good response. I thought beautiful ball from Alexander Arnold to Darwin, who finally put one in the back of the net. Great finish and um, got lucky with Salah kind of getting one on a, a Wolves mistake to put us up to one. And then just kind of an unlucky piece of play a ball got through kind of deflected off of a, a sliding wolves player. I forget who even scored it. And um, the ball just sort of deflected off of him and got past Alisson. So a little bit unlucky on the second one, but still, I think they had 10 shots, six on goal, 10 shots, five on goal, which still like it, we should be a class above wolves. And we're, we're just at a place right now where defensively we're not, and we make way too many mistakes and, we're not putting away four goals anymore like like we were a couple of years ago against a team like Wolves. Like we gotta limit their chance creation. So it's just a broken record at this point. Defensively, we've been terrible. Um across the board, people were picking on Trent for a while, but I mean uh, across the board it's just been horrendous and way too many mistakes. Uh, are Keeks are are you at Liverpool and me at Tottenham? Are we just hoping for top four at this point? Yeah, I definitely think so. Um, hoping for top four, and I would love to see us make a Champions League run. Um, I think we have to hope for that, and and just hope that something magical happens there and or in the FA Cup. Because yeah. of the you know we have the replay now against um, against Wolves in the for the third round. So we just got to hope that we make a run there or in the Champions League, and then you know try to finish top four. Yeah. So this weekend, Premier League comes back uh, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Uh, Manchester Derby, that's Saturday. Uh, who you like, City or United? Who you so like? I, I, I agree with you. I think Rashford will continue. I think he'll score. But I do think City uh, win, especially after losing 2-0 to Southampton today. In wow, the you Cup. do. Okay. I do. Um uh, I would love for the drama of it. I would love to see United come out and beat them, but I just don't. I just don't see it happening. I th I think City's too good. I think Holland's going to be too much for that back line. Um, I, I think that he can overpower uh, Martinez, and and I just think he'll be able to get through. And maybe I'll be proven wrong. I mean, Lissandro Martinez has a track record of proving everyone wrong, but uh, I just think he's going to be a little bit too much. And I think I think City end up with 
with three points, but I do expect Rashford to score. What about you? Yeah, I I expect Rashford to go off. I expect uh, Martinez to look good. He's been just putting out curlers like the last couple weeks. Um, I United look really good, on my opinion. Like Ten Hagan or whatever his name is, uh, kills it. Like he's he's got the team. Like he does. Like in my opinion, like he's a good manager. He's cleaning up the system, and he's putting forth a team that, damn, they. They're scary. They are. They're purring. Yeah, they're purring yeah. right now. Yeah, they're purring. Yeah, and uh, they're scary, and I don't want any part of them. <laughs> I really don't, because Tottenham doesn't have that. Like, Conte, I love Conte, and he's just not doing what I expect Tottenham to do. And, I mean, they're playing Arsenal on Sunday, and that's the biggest game of the year. Biggest game. Granted, I have uh, indoor at uh, 9 a.m., so we'll have to figure that out. Like, you gotta, you just, gotta have the stream pulled up immediately yeah, after for that 10:30 match. That's between me. Um, but I expect, I expect Tottenham to come out hot on Arsenal. I expect them to press high, and I'm hoping Kulisevsky is healthy to be able to play on the right side if not Bryce Brian Hill Brian Hill he goes balls to the wall but uh I don't think he's physical enough for this Arsenal team and Arsenal yeah Arsenal's another beast dude they're yeah they're they're freaking good this year they are um yeah they've taken that leap where uh yeah. where they are elite now and yeah I would love to see Kulusevsky back for you guys I think you're missing him a ton yeah, him and Ben Tekor, like yeah. in the midfield. Like we don't have him, so we're putting like uh Sar. Sar. Yeah, yeah. Sar Sar's good, but he's not he's he's young too. And I mean, yeah, he's uh I can't remember the African countries from that he's playing in the World Senegal, Cup. I think. Senegal, yeah, Senegal I think you're right. Saying. Yeah, he's he's playing that, like that's great, but uh dude, like I mean it takes a lot to put in the in the to play in the Premier League, so yeah, it's it's a lot. So I don't know. I don't expect much from either of them this weekend. Yeah, yeah, I am looking forward to that though. I'm looking forward to the Manchester. Sure Derby. you are. This is, sure you are. <laughs> this is the the first time in in a few years where I've really felt like the Manchester Derby is going to be like very neck and neck. Who and who I'm, do you I'm like? Excited. I, I I still like City. I still like City. City. But, okay. Yeah. Um, are you going to go somewhere for it, or what are you going to do? Yeah, yeah, I think I'm gonna go to the Red Line Pub here in Milwaukee. You are and, okay. Uh, yeah, I'll be there. I'll be there about six fifteen. Right. Carl let's, uh, let's, and... let's tag them on this. Yeah, yeah, they I, will. To, I will. They need to know. Yeah, yeah, they need to know. Yeah. So what? What do you? What were you saying there? Are you gonna just be drinking beer the entire day, or what's just going gonna? On? Yeah, pop a Carlsberg. I think probably about six fifteen, fresh out of the tap, and and we and we we move from there. Uh, yeah, you might as well. You might as well actually don't even move from there. Just go instantly. Manage, the Poland national team. That's what you should do. <laughs> just like Steven Gerrard, you should just do it. Let's go. <laughs> Did you see that? No, is he being late? 
DVG, yeah, he's being linked to, uh, <laughs> to Poland's yeah. national team. And the only person who's stressed out about it is Matty Cash. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the Englishman turned Polish. <laughs> so. Oh, man, that's wild. All right, so actually that, that, that moves pretty well into the Friday matches, Aston Villa versus Leeds, which should be a decent matchup. Aston what, no part of that. Poor this year. <laughs> But, uh, I mean, those two teams on paper match up pretty well together. And then um, Saturday obviously kicks off the Manchester Derby. Then Wolves-West Ham, Nottingham versus Leicester, and uh, Brighton-Liverpool all at 9 a.m. Looking forward to Brighton-Liverpool. I think that'll be a good match. I'm a little worried about that because Brighton um, are going to give us problems for sure. And then the 11.30 match to wrap it up is Brentford versus Bournemouth. Expect Brentford to take care of Bournemouth pretty easily. And then Sunday, we kick off with Chelsea versus Palace. And then a match that I see. So I think that'll be a decent match. Chelsea not playing well. Palace kind of hitting some struggles lately. And then I think Newcastle-Fulham could be interesting just because Fulham have been in good form. Mitrovic has been playing really well. And Newcastle has just been phenomenal in the Prem this year. But obviously coming off of that um, that FA Cup loss. So uh, I think those are really good matches leading up to the North London Derby on Sunday. Uh, so there's another London Derby because uh, Chelsea and Crystal Palace also mm-hmm. play in, in London. But, yeah. yes, um, I definitely expect Arsenal and Tottenham to be the top top contenders for that yeah. and there's a lot going on with that uh i expect tottenham to be hot i mean arsenal already is like i mean they're 11 11 to 14 points i want to say ahead of of tottenham and i don't expect it to change like arsenal's really good this year like they're title contenders with city in my opinion yeah, I think it's their their title to lose. Really. Yeah, no, definitely. Uh, uh, so, who do you think would lose to them? Or do you think that who, who do take I think it they over? Would drop points too. Yeah, yeah. Because um, I don't think they will. I, I I love I love my Tottenham, but I don't think they take points. Yeah. I think they either squeak out a tie or that's it. Like, yeah, I yeah. don't think they win. Yeah, I mean, I think potentially City could take points from them. I think if United stay in the form that they're in, they could potentially take points from them. I mean, that's the thing. And we've we've talked about this a lot in past seasons on the pod. Like, form can just change so quickly for teams, especially teams that lack depth. But I think that's where Arsenal, just their trust in Arteta has led them to this point where they have the depth, they have the players, they have the system. And I just don't see them really slipping up. And if they do, it'll it'll just be one match. And I don't even know if it'll be against one of those, you know, top four or five teams that, that you would expect if they do slip up, it'll be against one of them. I could see it being against like a Brighton or a Brentford or a team like that that just kind of sucker punches them out of nowhere. Um, but you, you just never know. It just depends who's on that day and and what happens from there. You want to switch to Syria? Yeah, we can do a little recap, a uh, quick recap of the weekend. 
Um, I did watch a couple matches here. Juventus beat Udinese 1-0. Juventus has been playing pretty well since the break. Uh, dude, very well. <laughs> don't, don't, don't single them out, please. <laughs> uh, Inter tied with Monza 2-2, which is a huge... After Inter beat Napoli last week, that's a, a huge draw because they should absolutely be beating Monza. Are, are we talking uh, Are we talking conference? Or are we talking uh, like Copa Italia? No, we're talking we're talking Serie A here. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Um, and then uh, Napoli beat Sampdoria two nil. Milan and Roma drew two two, and then Atalanta won two one over Bologna. So as it stands now. Um, you know, that that's big inter dropping points. Um, Milan and Juventus hop above them. They're both at second and third, respectively, with 37 points. Inter in fourth with 34. And then Napoli now have a seven-point lead over Juve and Milan. They're at 44 points. So nice separation for Napoli, especially after dropping points against Inter the week before. So uh, Jose Mourinho, your boy, the chosen one, and Roma have dropped to seventh place. However, they're only three points behind Inter. So like I said, Inter in fourth with 34, and then you've got Lazio, Atalanta, and Roma making up five, six, seven, all with 31 points each. So that's really where there's a break in the table is after Roma. Udinese is in eighth with 25 points. So Six points separate, you know, eight and seven. And then, I mean, between seven and four, it's just a three-point gap. So um, it's shaping up to be a pretty interesting end of the season. I think Napoli, Juve, and AC Milan are kind of in that race for that that top spot with Napoli pretty far ahead. And then it's just kind of a race to get into that Europa spot or potentially that that last Champions League spot. So, Keeks, who do you think are buyers and sellers of those three that you talked about? I think Napoli are similar to Arsenal right now where it's theirs to lose. I think they've added some depth, yeah. especially in the attacking front. I think defensively they need to stay healthy. Um, but, you know, attacking-wise, they've got a lot of options. Even in the midfield, they've got several options. Um, and yeah, I, I think it's theirs to lose Juve and Milan, AC Milan, um, both look sharp and, and could potentially gain some traction here. I mean, we're only, we're one game away from being halfway through the season right now. So, um, still a lot of games obviously to be played, but, uh, I, I just don't expect Napoli to slip up that badly barring serious injuries to their defense. So I went to a place in Miami uh, when I was on vacation and uh, it was a soccer. It's like a soccer store and uh, they had a bunch of jerseys from all over the place. And I asked the dude, do you have Napoli jerseys? And he looked at me and he said, Napoli, like with question mark. And I was like, OK, yeah, you clearly don't. But it was the like, only Naples he's familiar with is Naples, Florida. Uh, it, it killed me killed me like i was like i wanted an apple jersey and honestly i wanted either a striker forward there's even a defense there's like five guys kim min jay i would take i would, I would love take, a kim min jay jersey an, an osaman i would take i would 
because ah, so many jerseys from Napoli I would take. He had nothing. Not even, uh, they didn't even do nameplates on this place. It was just mostly, like, you know, clean backs, just just the jersey. He just bought them from DH Gate like a week ago, and he's yeah. just reselling them. Yeah. yeah, that's what I thought. That's what I thought. And so I didn't buy anything, but I was, like, appalled by the fact that he was, like, Napoli? Napoli. I was like, dude, you have Juventus, you have... All sorts of other companies that are Italian born. Like, why can't you have this? But yeah, so after that, I was like, Napoli is going to go very far in this. I think they're going to be the breadwinners of Syria. I expect it. I hope it. And I, I'm praying for it, honestly. Yeah, Buddy and I um, were talking a little bit about Napoli after their loss to Inter. And Napoli is, it seemed like with Insigne and when they had Mertens, like, I don't know. I expected them Koulibaly. I expected them to old to man, make old man teams. Yeah, yeah, old man teams. Yeah, they always started the season out hot, and then they would just fade away and fade. Yeah, away it's called fitness. Away. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And um, and after that Inter game, he was like, I I think they may be fading away now. I I, I think this might be it. And then they came back and and they got a good win. And I was like, no, nah, no, nah, they're they're back. They're they're yeah. they're still here. So. I have some faith in them. I, I would love to see them win the Shudetto. Um and and I would love to see them make a deep Champions League run as well. Yeah. Uh do you have anything else to talk about? Because I have a cheer based on this. Yeah, I I don't. I already gave my cheer to Gareth Bale. Um and we've already Shout talked about Shout out Gareth Belters, Bale. Love so, it. So go ahead. Uh my cheer is for 44-year-old Jean Luigi Buffon who started in goal for Parma against Inter Milan at the San Siro in the Coppa Italia today. It was actually yesterday. Excuse me. Um, it's been 25 years since he made his Coppa Italia debut for Parma in 1997. And uh, Gianluigi Buffon turns 45 years old later this month. He's one of the greatest goaltenders of all time and okay. arguably the greatest i yeah. i mean you put him up there and you just want to fight people like he's so good 45 still playing in italy like why go to mls when you can just play in second division italy like that's my opinion yeah maybe i'm ignorant i don't know <laughs> no i love it i love Gigi. um my goat goalkeeper part of that is just me getting into Juventus when I started watching um that was the first club that that really like introduced me to the world of football yeah. so there special, you go special place in my heart for Gigi um do you, have, do you have a cheer my cheer was just bail um happy retirement to the love legend. it love uh, it he's not golfing either by the way Love he's it. definitely golfing that's all he's gonna do he might end up on the PGA tour at some point who I, knows I hope he does, honestly, dude. He's he's class. He's, he's class. class everywhere he goes. He's like class. he's class. He's yeah. he's fucking fast class. That's <laughs> amazing. Do you have a cheer or a boo? Uh, no boo for me. Do you have one? Uh, yes. My boo's for Stephen Gerrard being linked to uh, <laughs> being linked to uh, Poland. 
<laughs> Maddie Maddie Cash doesn't deserve Maddie this. Cash is so he does sad, not man. deserve he's this. in a bad he's he in a not. dark place he's <laughs> in a dark place he's going to the Polish uh, football association with some dirt right now he's pulling a Claudio Reyna right now <laughs> every everyone's walking by him giving the sign of the cross out of the air and he's like what are they doing to me are they hexing me hexing he's like I don't even know <laughs> Uh, belters, I guess we already talked about a few belters. I, I did have one that I didn't mention. Danny Johnson from Walsall FC um, ripped in a absolute belter in their win over Stockport County in the FA Cup. So, um, hey, thank you, thank one. you to all the people on Twitter for liking. Me, by the way, <laughs> dude, there's there's only so many things we get. 20 plus likes and it's usually fa cups so fa cup is our twitter lifeblood yeah yeah, yeah i have a, i had a parma uh same as nice uh, uh g luigi buffon but uh it was for uh stanko jurich and the copa italia yeah uh, he killed it yeah yeah i saw that as well yeah the, yeah actually i didn't even see it you did and uh, i saw it after the fact so oh yeah yeah we threw yeah. that on the twitter page yeah follow us at bruce and belters on twitter and instagram um twitter's mostly highlights from all the matches going on instagram's a little bit more like personal posts about kits players clubs whatever else it might be we we have some uh merchandise coming right so we got beanies. We're doing a beanie and hoodie order right now. Um, DM us on Instagram at Bruce and Belters if you would like to put in an order. Um, and then we're we're talking about potentially doing doing some kits or some some shirts um, with Icarus Football out of Philadelphia, but that still remains to be seen. We got some some uh, logistics we got to discuss and whatnot before we uh, put in the final orders. But yeah, we're thinking about getting some customized kits. I like that idea, honestly. Yeah. yeah. Other than that, I got nothing, Tobes. What about you? We good. Let's go. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers.